Welcome to TMI, a podcast by Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Today is a special high-tech version of TMI. It's the new year. We're doing a lot of cool new things, and we're talking about new tech, right, Tim? We got Tech Tim, Tech the Tim Man over here. Get something like Tim, that. Tim the Tech Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And with the new year, uh, technology is always coming out and improving, so it's kind of interesting to see what's out there. Right. A lot of people may have gotten some cool new toys for Christmas mm-hmm. or the holidays. So we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can use these things. We're talking about health trackers, wearables. All sorts of fun things. Um, Some apps included. Apps, absolutely. I am a little obsessed with this stuff because I am like a tech nerd and really into these kind of things. I track my sleep. I have a scale I use every day that tracks my weight. I track the food that I eat. I don't eat it unless I put it in my app. Um, I've got blood pressure monitors over here. I've got... uh, this is the new one right here, a temperature monitor. It's like a thermos thermometer that you stick onto your child. So, and yeah, it's a thermometer sticker. Yeah, it's like a sticker, but it's Bluetooth, and it lets you know if their temperature gets too hot. So if your child has a fever, you don't have to wake them up every hour and check their fever. It will let you know and give you an alert. And I just ask hot. Dave when I want to know about new things. Yeah, so um, I'm really into this kind of stuff. I'm super nerd. Um, and... This is kind of what a lot of health things are going to. They're all using these Internet of Things connected devices, hooking it up to your phone, your health app on your phone. Graphing it. Graphing it, giving you tons and tons of data. We're going to talk more about it, if that's useful, if it changes people's behaviors, and if it's just... It's good for our health. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. I know it works for me, but... Is it something that we see coming in the future? I know we hear a lot of things about Amazon starting their own health system and, you know, they're going to want to track your data uh, to give you better uh, benefits and uh, lower prices. So Mm -hmm. uh, it is the way of the future. And because of that, we brought some people into the studio here today to talk more about it. And Tim, would you like to introduce our guests? Yeah, our guests today are Mark Daly and Sarah Chapel. Thank you. Sarah, you have been on the podcast a couple times. I have you're, been. A, you're a regular. That's true. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's great to have you on. Um, and Mark, this is your first time. Yes. Welcome to the show. Um, it's a little different. This is some uh, Mark. We brought you on because you're someone who kind of uses these and has used these kind of devices for a while. Um, uh, let's start with, start with you, Mark. Uh, what do you use connected devices or wearable devices for in your daily life? I use them to track my activity and to track my sleep. I have a few health issues that require me to be aware of major changes in in the um, in my life, and so mm-hmm. I try and use it to track uh, how much I wake up in the night, uh, how active I am during the day, and things like that. Yeah, I um I slept for five hours last night and snored for nineteen minutes, so not a very good night. <laughs> Mine doesn't track my snoring, but it does track how many times I woke up and yeah. things that's, like that. That's cool. And do you use this to modify your behavior at all? I try to modify my behavior mm-hmm. with it. Uh, I think the thing that works most for modifying my behavior is the, the uh, device in the summertime helps to remind me, 
hey, you need to get up and do something ah. because I can catch myself. I'm a teacher, and so in the summers sometimes I will sit down and start working on something and forget yep. that I have been sitting for three hours like we do in the <laughs> office. Right. It's completely yeah. understandable. I've done that before and gotten up and my knees hurt because I've been sitting too long or my hips hurt or whatever. So, Yeah. yeah. And Sarah, welcome. Thank you. Um, what is your uh, kind of involvement with this whole health tracking thing? What, what do you do? So as a health coach, I talk to a lot of people who wear, some of them wear these devices. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to me to see people um, set goals that they're going to track so many steps a day or they, they get this device and they think, now this is going to change my behavior. Mm -hmm. And then I meet with them a few months later and did it actually change your behavior? Not, right. not all the time. Exactly. Not all the time. So just putting it on, like just getting a gym membership doesn't make you get there. So there's more oh, than just it, buying yeah. this device that's going to change the behavior. So right. the thing you have to think about is, do you want a device? And if so, what do you want to track and what are you going to do with the data yeah yeah it's um it's definitely interesting to see that kind of perspective and i think it's also interesting to look at it from um, more of a clinical perspective where it's not necessarily changing your behaviors it's giving your physician or doctor better insight into what you're actually mm -hmm. doing so they don't have to rely on you saying, oh, yeah, I work out twice a week or. Um, People often overestimate how much they move. Right. Exactly. Right. So that's I think that has some interesting potential in these mm -hmm. devices. And we're seeing now that you can connect your phone um, to a medical electronic health record and have that information go to your doctor. Um, it's still very early on in the stages of that. So. A lot of places don't support it yet, but I think that's kind of interesting. It's also kind of concerning, especially when um, you get insurance providers giving you lower premiums and rates based yes. on just wearing a device. Because you could put that on your child. Oh yeah. Or your dog. That's true, and a lot of, a lot of kids do. A lot <laughs> yeah. of yeah, a lot of children do have the the some of the wearable tech, and it's kind of when they're younger. I'm, I don't know. I think about my kids; they're bouncing all over the place. I'm like, they don't really need to move. They're, they're moving right. on their own because they're kids. They don't necessarily need this. And it to me, it's almost like a behavioral thing, like you mentioned, sure, like just because sure. you have something, maybe then it's like thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Like, did I, did I do this or did I not do this? And then I, I guess I always wonder about the, the mental aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's nice to have those alarms that go off. You can set the devices mm -hmm. to you want so many steps per minute or, or whatever that um, behavior is. And it reminds you, I have been sitting for two hours right. or I've been... Time to get up. And yeah. there's somebody in our office um, that she, every once in a while it says, remember to breathe because she always forgets to breathe. I don't know if that's sensing her oxygen level through the watch or what, yeah. but it's kind of neat. Yeah. it's. I think it's a heart rate. Heart rate. Heart thing. rate thing. So when her heart rate's up or I don't know how it's set off, but it's, yeah, right. I think it's tied to her heart rate and it just says, breathe, relax. Yeah. And those, the, hmm. the, as far as like accuracy of them, the heart rates yeah. seem to be pretty accurate. There was some research done at Stanford mm -hmm. about accuracy, and they tested seven different um, devices. Um, they found that the heart rate was within 5% error, wow. which was good, good, right? Because yeah. it's a direct measurement. But um, interestingly, they found that the, the calorie um, expenditure was off between oh. 23 and 93%. Right. So... 
it can be can be scary if you are basing mm-hmm. life decisions on this data that is not to the same standard as right. you know medical grade equipment. So mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind. Right, and we're we're starting to see these devices become more accurate. Um, a lot of the first ones I remember, I had the first Fitbit, and it was like if you sat the wrong way or you were on a bike or something, it would totally it would tr- miscalculate. Went, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And but now things like um, with the Apple Watch. Just last week, it got approved by the FDA to do EKGs. So you just have it on your wrist and you hold your other hand on it, and it goes through your whole system. And <laughs> it senses, it's like electrodes, basically. Yeah. Kind of going through. So that gives you an tests. accurate EKG. Pretty wild. So, but I mean, there's, there's the watch, but there's lots of different devices. And I guess I wonder what, I guess, a general question what devices are best for like what activities or what, mm. you know, what? could people use because yeah. I had a Fitbit and um, I couldn't, I slept with it. It told me I slept terrible. I knew that already, uh, but I couldn't, it, it didn't work for me, I guess. Right. And I know there's different devices, so I, I don't know if there's, there's lots of devices. I had a Fitbit too and I wore it. Um, and I don't know if that really changed my behavior. And then I thought, why am I, I have to charge this thing every few days. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a pain. Yeah. Um, but as far as um, the devices for different activities, some of them, I know there's some that you can use for swimming that are, mm-hmm. there's waterproof. a certain depth, they're, they're waterproof. Um, with biking, I know you can't put a fit, you could put the Fitbit on your ankle and it can track your pedals that way. Mm-hmm. But if you put it on your wrist, it's not going to be accurate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's You can tell it the activity, but I don't know if it measures accurately what you're actually doing distance wise I think it does because I've worn mine to ride my bike for 15 20 miles and it's told me the distance but as long as the GPS is probably built into the device depending on what level Mm -hmm. of device it is and there's a lot of I guess factors that probably Mm -hmm. go into Mm -hmm. that so in our office I know Dave has a lot of things yeah in the office that we all kind of play with because Dave brings them in there's the scale that I kind of question still mm-hmm. Yeah, with the app, with all the features it says it can do. Oh, it, it says it can track your bone muscle density dense, and bone density. And like, yeah, it's, it says it can. And then wrong. there's, I know, um, the, uh, the blood pressure monitor. Yeah. The little automatic cuff thing right. that we have. And, and I, I guess this is probably more for Sarah. I kind of question it when I when I look at it sometimes. I'm like, is is it accurate? I guess how do how do we know? Hmm. Um, I know the blood pressure cuffs; those are usually yeah. pretty accurate. The automatic ones. The thing you want to keep in mind is when you take your blood pressure, you want to make sure that you're sitting for five minutes, yep. legs uncrossed, okay, relaxed, your arm at um, the same height as your heart, so it's at so it's not hanging down at your side or too high up on a table. Okay. So that that it's more of a, are you measuring correctly? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. just how you're using the how device you're using itself. it, and those can be off by 10, 20 percent if you're not sitting the right way, or if, you know if you're slouching. So, but they're actually, you know, they're pretty accurate if you do it right. Right. And I had this one first that like goes on your wrist, um, and it's wildly inaccurate. <laughs> The wrist ones tend to be a little more Yeah, it did not work very well. Um, And the battery died, and it's um, just a prop now. Uh, But I got this nicer one that 
you can sync two different profiles to it, and it's Bluetooth. It syncs with your phone, and it's Does it play music, great. too? Um, yeah, it has Alexa <laughs> built in. No. Um, it makes toast. <laughs> no, but that one works really well. Um, so have you measured it against an, another machine? Mm-hmm. Just, so just... Uh, usually when I go to the doctor, I'll they take my blood pressure then, and then the same day or the next day I'll use this one to see if it's in the same mm-hmm, range. Mm-hmm. And it's usually pretty accurate. Good. Um, they te- it tends to be a little um, lower. Maybe that's my the environment I'm in. Maybe I feel more comfortable at home doing my blood pressure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it tends to run a little bit lower, but it's consistently yeah. lower. Good. So. Good. Yeah. And with a lot of these things like the scale, um, that one... It seems to be pretty accurate. It seems to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate it is, but it's consistent, and it gives you more of a trend of your weight. Exactly. And it's been really helpful as I've been trying to lose weight over this past over this past year. I can see a clear cause and effect of when I have too much food for a couple of weeks, I go back up again, and mm-hmm. I can go down and. Um, and that's important it, too, just just to get a baseline. So let's say mm-hmm. your scale is off by ten pounds. Does that really matter? Probably not, as long mm-hmm. as you're trending in the right direction. The right. same with your devices. If you have a Fitbit and you're at, you know, five thousand steps a day, maybe you up to six thousand. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just kind of get a baseline. Mm-hmm. Maybe some days are two thousand and some days are five thousand. Can you make it? You know, can you up your steps by five hundred or thousand a day and yeah. have that your new baseline? So, so when you when you get a device and you're wanting to change behavior, you have to think about what am I? What's my goal with this? Some mm-hmm. people are they'll set a goal that's not realistic that they're going to hit ten thousand steps or whatever number they pick every single day. Um, and at lunchtime, they're like, "There's no way I'm going to get this," and they kind of <laughs> give up. So it doesn't necessarily right. help them. Sometimes the, the data can be discouraging. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess with that, what kind of, I know you work with people with the health coaching piece mm-hmm. and then Mark, I know you use devices for a long time as well. And right. what's kind of helped, I guess, behavior wise to, to, to use these consistently and to, to use the data effectively, I guess, what, what advice would you have? I, I think for me, the thing that is, has helped is the alarm that says, uh, you've been sitting for a while, you need to get up and move, uh, on my previous device. I had one that if you sat for more than 15 minutes, it would go off. Mm. Uh, This particular one that I have now, uh, my Fitbit will tell me at the end of an hour or 10 minutes left to go in the hour, Mm -hmm. you haven't had 250 steps this hour, Mm. at which point I try and get up and and move around. Um, But I know that my competitiveness or my wanting to meet that leads me to do some things sometimes uh, like standing up and walking around in a situation where I'm in a training and I feel like, okay, maybe I can sneak outside for a minute and go for a short walk or whatever instead of recognizing why I'm there. And so sometimes that's the hassle of it is that I get stressed out by it mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. rather than just recognizing, you know, I'm in a certain situation and I just can't do that at this time. Okay, yeah. Having, with that kind of saying, some boundaries, I guess, right. understanding, like you said, mm-hmm. where, where you're at. So Yeah, and I've talked to people that are um, 
that are teachers and they might be on they might get a lot of steps in a day but it's not really enough maybe to get the heart rate up or there, it doesn't track mm-hmm. the length of steps right. so there are some limitations but again it's what are you going to do with this with the data yeah and what happens if your fitbit breaks are you still going to keep up your walking or what happens if you know when you have to charge it and you reset it and now it's january 1st again and you know what i mean sometimes right. that's frustrating for people mm-hmm. so they just kind of give up and they go back are, to old are you ways. like the meme where it says i can't get out of bed because my fitbit's charging right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that might be me that would be me <laughs> i haven't gotten into the fitbits or anything yet i just kind of have other devices and stuff and i use the f- the phone will track your steps but it's not accurate Right. It gives you an idea sometimes. I look back occasionally and see how I'm doing in general over the month. And yeah, you can look back. How how was I compared mm-hmm. to last month as far as total steps or last week or whatever? No, do right. you do any challenges with other people? Some I don't. Sometimes I, that helps people. Right. And for me with my food tracking app that I use, I can see how many calories I consume and how much fat and sugar and all that stuff is in the food that I eat. And that, you were mentioning, Mark, the competitiveness. It really makes me want to get to my goals and not go over. And it's like a fun graphical way to kind of give me motivation Mm -hmm. to get that every day. So, and I think that's an interesting way is making these concepts and ideas of health a little more understandable for people and to put something like a little like fun into mm-hmm. it. So I think that is an interesting way. Well, I would be the opposite of you, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I, when I, the, with the food tracking app, I look at it and I'm like, okay, this is a hassle. Uh, I, I'd use it for a day. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Or wow. I really ate a lot of sugar today. Mm. Right. You know, I guess that, that competitive part of me is, I guess maybe not there when it comes to the health tracking stuff. Uh It's just not the way I'm driven. I know I used the Fitbit for a little while and then I kind of fell off with it. And Mm -hmm. I know with the new year, there's probably a lot of people that are interested in the food that they're eating and things like that and and just tracking it. But I guess, how do you, how do you stay with it? And this, I know Sarah mentioned the steps and and the challenges with other people or with yourself, you know, that one, and that one was difficult because I know I I did challenges with other people mm-hmm. and I'd see people with like 15,000 steps average. Oh yeah. I'm like, what are I you doing? I don't want that on my team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I get 3000 today, right. I'm, that's better. So, yeah. and it's, yeah. One thing with tracking too, tracking something every single day can be very challenging. Mm-hmm. So maybe you just track with food, for example, um, if people are wanting to track food, I have them track two days during the week, whatever two days, and then mm-hmm. a day on the weekend. And you get an idea over three days. Most people mm-hmm. tend to do the same behaviors, right? Some people will only track the good days. You know, they don't want to track the right. weekends because they don't want to, if it if it isn't in their app, it didn't happen, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, so just being realistic with that, but you don't have to track every single day. And if you skip a day or if you're not sure how to put a food in your app or it's not, mm-hmm part of the the database or whatever you just skip that meal and move on right mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. not an all or nothing kind of thinking right I, I will say though with with the food tracking in particular the app that i have has made it pretty easy with like the barcode scanner yeah. that's you can use your phone you can kind of just like find the 
the yep. the scanner and just scan it in and be like, yep, I had one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's not that good for me. Right. So I had zero. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I had a half of those. Yeah. So the numbers all work out at the end, don't they? Right. Um, yeah, and it kind of this using health devices. It always makes me think what the future of healthcare is going to look like um, once the technology becomes more accurate and this these things can be integrated into our health record and people are just tracking like will we get to a place as a health system where we don't necessarily react to health issues we can proactively see things Mm -hmm. starting to happen like if your blood pressure is starting to go up if you're having um like in the news article that came out last week someone uh determined that they had a heart condition based on what their Apple Watch was doing. And the doctor even said, if you didn't have this health tracker, we probably wouldn't have caught it. Mm -hmm. So it's things like that where we may not catch things as a health system just when someone comes in and they're sick or when they do their yearly checkup. It's a very limited time, right? I mean, it's just a one This is being able to have your doctor with you every step of the way. if we get there. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? Well, and saving Exciting. some, I think some of it's saving that information too. Because some of mm-hmm. that, we, you'll have that data built up over time and maybe sharing that, I think is a big part of it too. Because Right. And I think that's a big challenge we're seeing now as a health industry is how do we deal with all this data? Like we, I have six things around me here that track data that I use all day, every day. And our doctors just... Most doctors aren't ready to deal with that or the systems aren't in place to get trends or identify issues that pop up. So it's an exciting time to use these things. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about them in the future. But remember to breathe. And if you would like some more great information to help you, um, maybe while you're going for your next walk, listening to a podcast, You can check out more episodes of TMI on iTunes. We are on the internet on our website at henryford.com slash podcast. And you can listen to some fun things there. Um, We'll be back soon with another podcast. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but I know it's going to be interesting. So thanks for listening. And thanks for being on the show, guys. You're welcome. Thank you.